0: are blooming, the grass is growing, and it's time to chop the weeds. Thanks to our sponsors at Manscaped, you can trim those holes safely and efficiently. I'm talking about ball trimmers, y'all. Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, have an exclusive offer for the Thomas Island audience. If you use our code TAMA, and you'll get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com. Join the two million men who trust Manscaped. They're here to make sure your balls are trimmed and smelling nice. After all, it's time for some spring cleaning. Manscaped has all the tools to get you spring ready. Have you heard about the Weed Whacker? It's a nose and ear hair trimmer that provides proprietary skin-safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. There's no more gross nose hairs flying off into the wind. Plus, the premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor and a 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Manscaped is making it easier than ever to whack your weeds and also to make sure that you have the most confidence while also providing hygiene. Speaking of incredible hygiene, Manscaped has formulations to keep you fresh and ready for everything that comes your way all day. The Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball, deodorant, and moisturizer. It's starting to get hot outside, and this is crucial for your balls to stop sticking to your leg. I use it. It's great, especially as the summertime gets swampier. If you go to Manscaped.com right now and use the code TAMA, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. That's right. Use the code T-A-M-A for free shipping and 20% off at manscaped.com. Manscaped, shave your balls.
1: Guys, we dropped our summer collection right now. July 4th weekend is out now on ThomasIsland.com. That's tank tops, hats, board shorts. We got your summer needs right here, right now on ThomasIsland.com. Ross, tell them what they need to go get. That's right. If you head over to thomasisland.com right now, you can get tank tops. We got blue, we got green, we
0: got pink. We got all kinds of colors to switch up your wardrobe. We got hats. We got shorts. We got all kinds of merch coming your way. Thomasisland.com. Get it now. Cause it is not going to last long.
1: That's right. That's right. Ross. It is not going to last long. This is a limited edition 2020 summer. Okay. 2020 summer your collection yours you can have it right now on thomasisland.com you need to switch up your wardrobe there's too much black going on you need to put a little life into your wardrobe right now with some color some vibrant colors to liven up your livelihood okay that's thomasisland.com grab your summer gear summer collection go right now thomas Welcome to another episode here on Thomas Island. I am your host, Thomas Tonga, with
2: my man, Ross Berman. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, Thomas. How you living this weekend? Oh, good weekend. Spend a nice, nice weekend with the family, and uh, it's nice, man. It was good, good, beautiful weather out here in Florida. Hello. How about you? How's Chicago? A little shy town.
0: Chicago, the weather's been very nice. It's, uh, it's obviously, you know, it, uh, parts of the town are, you know, have some problems but it, the the weather has been fine i hear you've been kicking ass on uh, on on mario kart uh, yeah looking... you
2: saw that i right? yeah man you know my wife here has been hand- handling my ass here <laughs> <laughs> oh well you know it's, it's the truth man she's been whooping me upside inside out man and so finally i had to go to twitter world and, be, and ask for some tips and mm-hmm. what great advice the people have spoken they They've helped me out a lot. Now I'm the new champion at the household, man. I, I had to take back the house, bro. And it's been great. Now she, she can't stop uh, telling me I'm cheating because I, I got help. Come on now, come on, let's be real. Let's be honest, right? Were you the one pressing the buttons? <laughs> yes, I was. See, you know exactly, advice, thank you, Ross.
1: Advice, advice <laughs> congratulations
0: on taking back your crown. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Ross, man, tell me what's going on this week, brother. Well, it's been, again, like most weeks, it's a pretty quiet week in the world of wrestling, but uh, New Japan once again made a, a big, big uh, announcement saying that uh, Road, the company that owns New Japan, is going to be, uh, a lot of their uh, executives, a lot of their staff are going to be taking pay cuts, so that way no one gets laid off during the, the pandemic. They Ooh! Japan is going to be trying to uh, run live events as soon as possible, because obviously they, they need to get revenue from that but other than that it sounds it sounds like they're they're making cuts across the board just to make sure that that the uh the 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 company stays the
1: company- oh
2: shoot in that case let's get started on working again man i don't want to get to take a pay cut <laughs> but you know what that's better than uh getting fired so maybe i'll take a pay cut <laughs> good.
0: when they start uh once they need you for the live events again then you can you can start
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah man look uh you know i didn't want to address this but i i didn't want to like bring this up because I, I i feel this is uh this is something we hold till fridays but you know i know there's a lot of things going on in the world right now especially here in america there's a lot uh, uh things happening and but you know that's something that we are uh we are open to talk about on fridays all right for the patreon members so if you want to talk about this if you want to come in and, and and chat about that. Join us at Thomas Island backslash
1: page or Patreon.com backslash Thomas Island. All right. That's on Fridays,
2: 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. We all hang out and chat. It's a fireside talk, man. Happy hour, you know. Come on in and let's talk about what's, what's happening in the world today. Cool. All
1: right. Now, this episode here in honor of Memorial Day, in honor of all
2: past uh, soldiers, present soldiers, Everyone that's done their duty. Uh, we, we, I decided to, uh, we decided to dive into my time in the military, served in the Air Force. Hoorah! Uh! Oh,
1: baby, all right. What a
2: conversation it is. Y'all are gonna like this Yeah. One. Oh yeah, definitely, man, definitely. So let's jump right in, baby. Really all right, we are on to the next subject of the week. Ross, talk to me, daddy. We're what's talking,
0: up? We're talking about something real, real important to you this week because uh, every every time I feel like we have had a conversation, Tama, at some point you will bring up that what prepared you the most to become the wrestler that you have been today is your military service. And so today, Tama, we're going to be talking about your military service. Oh, um, yes. How do you, what comes to mind when I first say Tama Tonga's military
2: service? what What's your What's your the first thing that pops up? Oh uh, shoot! Um, just how much of a learning experience it was. How yeah. Much, how much I I loved it, and you know, um, what I've learned, man. Yeah. There's there's so much there's so much about it that.
0: Yeah, I'm anyway. I'm very uh, for for those listening. We're recording this on Memorial Day, 2020, so it's it is it's a perfect day to be talking about this. Um, yes. I'm a, Let's start at the very, let's start at the very beginning. What was the thing that first made you want to join the armed, the armed services? Cause what, what, what planted right in your head that you, you should become a soldier?
2: Uh, my mother, yes. <laughs> she, she said, uh, yeah, if you're going to stay at home, you're going to work and you're going to help out with the bills. <laughs> So you better do something like the military and get out of here <laughs> okay so, uh no yeah uh, truthfully my mother was the one um who who uh helped me with this kind of mm-hmm. planted the, the idea i just I, I remember wanting to be in the military but not for the right reasons i guess I, I used to watch these when i was in the islands i used to watch all these like war movies rambo and on schwarzenegger you know like last blood, I mean, the first blood, uh, you know, say blood, whatever all the Rambo movies. Yeah, all the blood, all the blood yeah. movies. Yeah, all the, all the blood, all blood movies, Rambo's you blood. know. And, and so, yeah, at the time, I, I remember my, my grandpa, um, I think it was 1990, we, we sit there and listen to that radio, and America was at war with uh, Iraq. This is the first the, the first, the first
0: the under H.W. Bush.
2: Gulf war, yep. Gotcha. Yep, yeah. and so I remember that vividly, and my grandpa telling me that America's military is the number one military in the world. And I always, oh man, that's where I can go be like Rambo. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah. So, and then like into high school, I was trying to, I was trying so hard to go into get like a sports scholarship for anything for soccer, football, baseball, anything. Mm -hmm. And, um, the problem was that one, uh, I didn't have the grades. I, I would I invested, invested more of my time in sports instead of my books so and that's not a good balance if anybody wants to listen <laughs> all right so okay. preaching yeah. the choir on that one <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so um yeah so i you know my mom gave me like uh, you know hey there's military you can get out of here and i i just wanted to get away from home and and go out and see the world and and uh yeah, so my mom always like was always pushing for the military, and I was like, yeah, then okay, then I'll try to be in the Marines.
0: Okay. Oh, and, so you, you started you started with the Marines. You didn't want to. It wasn't the Air Force originally. It was no, first no, because Marines.
2: My only thought was, you know, the Marines was the coolest because I had a friend that was, uh, you know, two grades ahead of me, and his name was George, and he he was in the Marines, and mm-hmm. he would come in and try to recruit. And he you know he looked so. Slick in his uniform, and I was like, "Man, I was like, did they, you know?" And at the time, I was like, "Oh, so you shot a gun, <laughs> you know? What, you know, yeah. <laughs> what'd you do? What have you done? You know?" They give you one of those big, big knives, bro, like Rambo knives, <laughs> you know. So in my head, you know, just, uh <laughs> just. You, you see uh, the young,
0: blues, You man, med- you immediately picture him out in the jungle with a bandana. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. So, um you know, so he was trying. To, George was trying to recruit me, mm-hmm. and. So my, that was my first, like, if I'm going to join the military, I'm going to go there. Okay. And uh, and then, like, I think I've said, I've told this story before where uh, I was at a gym with my dad, mm-hmm. and George came in, and he was trying to, hey, you know, tell him, you know, this, this, and this, and that, and then my dad saw it, and he walked across the room from where he was, mm-hmm. and he came in and just, you know, put his hand on George's shoulder, and he's like, George, I like you, you know? my son is not going into the marines you know (laughs) yeah and you know and and that was it and Mm -hmm. so marines were scratched off and i was like all right how about army (laughs) and then uh what did you say to the army uh yeah so i was like so i was trying you know because you have this like you know when you're when you want to join the military you have this like status of Who's the toughest? Who's whatever? So the Marines, the Army, and then the last two is like Navy and Air Force. Though they're not though in in the minds of people, you know, they're like oh, you know, even military guys they used to make, you know, they'll be like oh, the 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 desk force because they used to think that the Air Force was all they did was desk jobs and stuff. Gotcha. <laughs> so you know,
1: gotcha. and,
2: we, and so but anyways, uh, the Army. But my neighbor, Carl um, Marlowe, he was in he was in the army. He was, uh, he had, I think, I want to say the Vietnam war or the Korean war. It was one of those. And so my mom went to him to bring him over to, to tell me that's not a good idea. <laughs> so, okay, so, you know. so
0: your dad's the one who puts the kibosh on the, yeah. uh, the Marines. Your mother comes in, puts the kibosh on the uh, on the Army. Now, now yeah. you're left with the, the Air Force and the Navy to choose from. The Air what Force and the
2: Navy, this, yeah. So, that, choice, uh, so, that choice shakeout. Yeah, yeah. so I, I was like, okay, you know what? Navy, we'll do the Navy. You know, I, I figured that's cool. They still look slick with their uniforms, mm-hmm. all white. And I remember one night this this recruiter came in and um, he was just, he was the dorkiest dude i ever, like, I just thought. And, and I was like, man. And he gave me like a mug and like a mouse pad with the Air Force stuff, with uh, Navy stuff on it. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> you know, and, and yeah, it was uh, just he, the, he, overall aesthetic of the merger. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Geez, Jesus. And so uh, <laughs> he, he said something, 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 something. I, he could have a job that you could be out in the ocean for six months. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, look, man, I, I lived in the island. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's out in the ocean. <laughs> that's, you, you, you can't go anywhere. And, I, and going on a boat or ship or, you know, for six months. Say, you're not you're not traveling on the deck of these ships. You're <laughs>
0: within this tin can yeah. in the ocean for six months. It's not yeah. a – it's a grueling procedure. It's not, you know.
2: Yeah. So I I once he left and I was like, uh, you know what? I'm going to Air Force. Let's go. You know, mm-hmm. minus 12. If I can't have a Marines or Army, mm-hmm. definitely not going Navy. Nothing against Navy. It's still good no, yeah, though. I that's, that's you know? oh, <laughs> you know? I
0: brought I'm it up going, it's it's just grueling. It's not the, it's, yeah. it's it's not anything against the Navy. It's just not what not what you were you were <laughs> yeah. ready to
2: commit to. So I went I went into the Air Force. That's that's how my decision to go into the Air Force and yeah uh next thing I, I had to go to meps to uh had to go to meps to take the test and which to find out what kind of job that uh right
0: what is what is the meps meps what, what is like
2: approach? oh shoot man they're gonna kill me for this i i forgot I'm not asking for the acronym. if you don't yeah know, yeah, yeah
0: it's just, just pretend you know the acronym if you yeah know.
2: yeah yeah <laughs> I, I can't me what think text of, text of it right about. now exactly but, But But you know, you know, you definitely—it's a recruiting station. It's it's where you're, uh, you go in to take your test, do your physicals. They they see if you are fit for Air Mm -hmm. Force physically and mentally, and then from there you get, you know, basically, um, for most, they get right on the bus and get sent. If everything checks out, you get sent straight to to uh, boot camp, and so. Where
0: where did you where did you end up uh, for boot camp once you once you passed the MEPS?
2: I I went to. san antonio for for our boot camp um
0: how it, was how how was boot what was boot camp like was was i want- i want to phrase this right which of your parents do you feel like prepared you for boot camp
2: my mom yeah my, yeah my mom she was very like drill instructor like mm-hmm. <laughs> growing up you know it was her way or no way, and it okay. was you know she screamed at me all the time because I was always doing bad things, <laughs> you know, and so like every morning it was like from the wake of morning to the you know the break of dawn, mm-hmm. she was just uh constantly just screaming at me, <laughs> you know I deserved that, it, that yeah, you're and having too much of a culture shock when you get
0: to san antonio and you're 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 no not really
2: because it was just okay. the routine uh mm-hmm. the routine was trying to get used to the because you got up at like four thirty or five thirty in the morning and you start you start. Uh, physical training and then and then you're up all day and it's mm-hmm. just a constant it's a being constantly aware and knowing your job you got there's jobs that everybody had that you had to do and you had to do it to perfection mm-hmm. I, my one of my jobs I remember was buffing the this this floor floor metal piece mm-hmm. it was just like it was this long it looked like a it was just probably six inches wide and it was just a metal sheet it's
0: like a big like catwalk Uh, type thing yeah you
2: know but it was on the floor it was part of the floor so my job was to keep that shiny and so I would like I had a cotton ball and I had like this polisher that would I would sit there and just do little circles over the the metal and I and it took me like hours just to go from one side to the other side you i was know? gonna
0: say because it's it's you're it's only six inches wide but how long or what oh it, how, it, it how was how like a hallway
2: it was a hallway so i had and to like you're doing tiny circles down the hallway with. yeah a, with a, and then you know and gents. so you, you 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 had to like zero in on it mm-hmm. and you're going in you know little by little centimeter by centimeter going in, in circular motion and the whole plate had to be uh shined up and so you wouldn't make it since this was in the hallway Mm-hmm. He made sure that nobody stepped on it even when we so mm-hmm. when he when he everybody marched out of the room yep you i st- i would stand on top of this metal sheet and make sure that nobody stood on it, hey can I step yep. over because mm-hmm. it, it was Directed a bitch it, yeah you know it was a bitch to, to clean that in it and so yeah so uh san antonio getting used to the to the routine um uh yeah Boot camp, man, you're taking well, me back. I'm reliving that.
0: That's that's <laughs> what this is all about. That's why they call it deep dive, man. I want to, I want <laughs> you to get get nice and deep on this. What was it? Because you're getting, like you said, you you had your mother was was a drill instructor, but nothing can really prepare you for boot camp. Boot camp's whole thing is is to get you, you know, into that routine. Yeah. What was what was your way of kind of coping with boot camp? How did you really? Uh, how did you get through the 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 getting used to the routine and the the kind of you know having to to fight over a a six inch strip of of uh, <laughs> metal on a hallway
2: Uh, i I can't remember if what I did to cope with it i it was just a way of of living for me because i i think i was used to uh you know i came from Tonga there's something new mm-hmm. in America and then going into military it was just something new and i just i just adapted to it okay. and and uh but when I say that military mm-hmm. like my mom had like kind of prepared me actually not kind of she did prepare me for the military life there was ways of folding our clothes like it had to be like our shirt had to be folded to a point where it was six inches across six inches wide and mm-hmm. had to match that and we had to measure it with a with a ruler every single time and so then and drill instructor would have these like checkups every day he'll come and open up your drawer and th- certain shirts had to be in one corner and you couldn't you couldn't pass a certain your socks had to be uh uh, folded in a certain way everything had it was like a jigsaw puzzle
0: yeah everything is everything's got its its style everything's got its uh yeah
2: uh, Yeah. you know Um, this reminded me of my mom she would uh she would wake us you know when we wake up the first thing we had to do we had to clean our bed and then you know our laundry everything was folded we folded our, our stuff and so uh yeah man so in some in a lot of ways she kind of prepared me for the military and the military just took over from there um but yeah
0: all right so so you're in how long do you think it really took you to kind of get get used to boot camp or was it just you, you never got used to it it just once you got in there and then you took it one day at a time and it was over
2: yeah yeah it it was hard at first because i was homesick mm-hmm. and uh i remember one one night i woke up this is probably the first two weeks of boot camp i woke up and it was the middle of the night, it must have been like two or three o'clock in the morning. I woke up mm-hmm. and I and then I was like, where the hell am I? And I because I thought I was at home. <laughs> and, then,
0: oh, and it took God.
2: it took us, it took me a minute to realize that I wasn't home anymore. I was like, and then everything kind of came in, like set in, and I was like, no. Oh shit. Like, oh yeah, I did, I did join the military. <laughs> I did. I did it, it is forget. real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget that, man. Holy cow everything kind of set in and you're like oh my god i, I uh, what the hell did i do <laughs> yeah so man it 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 just took i think i just wanted it one day at a time and you and you met people and you just uh you're trying to make things comfortable for yourself which was mm-hmm. uh getting to know other guys and their background and where they're from you know and just making friends and and you you actually that's that's what helped me kind of, uh, I think many of helped a lot of us was just getting to know each other and, and being a, uh, some sort of comfort for each other as we went through this thing together, you know, because you're all in the same boat. Yeah. You know, you know, and so, yeah.
0: Who were some of the, who were some of the guys who kind of helped you get through, uh, get through boot camp?
2: Oh, I, I, it, it's long gone now. Okay. I, you know, it's it's once we all separated, it, it, we didn't have social media or anything like that exactly. at the time. You know, mm-hmm. um, so it was hard to keep up with what everybody was doing. I think you yeah. had somebody's address one time, but then as through time, it's been like, oh, oh
0: yeah. I, I under, right. we I think even people that I haven't been in the military understand yeah. that people people drift. It it happens. Um, yeah. all right. So you yeah, get you like, get.
2: Nineteen like, years ago.
0: <laughs> oh, oh yeah. No, yeah. No. We're going deep. That's why I said, like, this is. I feel like this is, this is as important as uh, as as some of the other ones where we've we've kind of we've touched on. I feel like yeah. this period. Yeah. But this is this is the first time we really get to to dive deep into it. So the you get through boot camp, and then you get is it is it directly from boot camp that you get uh, stationed up in Missouri? At, no, in, no,
2: no, no. Uh, we 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 had to go to our tech school where we learn okay. about. Uh, you know, while I was in. While I was in boot camp, you find out that your job, and my job was uh, crew chief for a B two stealth bomber, or you know, a mechanic, Ooh, okay. you know, aircraft mechanic for the B two stealth bomber. So, a serious plane. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh my god, that's cool! I get to work on this cool, like, technological airplane, and you know. So we find out at our boot camp, and so then our next stage was being we were being sent to our tech school. Mine was up. Uh, up at a place called in Wichita, Texas. where oh, yeah. We learn. We we learn uh, a lot, you know, about airplanes and and mm-hmm. or just the the main uh, structures of airplanes and stuff. So, um, it's crazy. This is this is crazy right here. So we it's uh we graduated boot camp on a Sunday, on a Sunday, right? And then on Monday morning they woke us up at, yeah, I think like four in the morning and we got on on this bus and drove from san antonio to wichita so we get to Wichita; it was a few hours but we get to wichita and they have us um there's about 30 of us and and when they have us in this in this briefing room well you know the commander of the of the base comes in and talks to us and it's about like I think we got in and sat down at seven o'clock in the morning and then we we were waiting we were waiting for a while they usually do that they usually make you hurry up and wait Mm -hmm. you know and so we were sitting around and all of a sudden we start seeing people scrambling outside people running
0: okay running by
2: our windows. they're running they're running
0: yeah
2: and then uh you know the one of the commander's assistants come in he goes I need everyone to get up go up to your room Stay in the room, do not come out until we tell you to say so. And we're like, okay. So I we get up, we go to our room, and I just happen to go, we had like this little den by our our rooms where we could like uh gather and watch TV. So I go and turn on the T V just to hang out.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And all over the news, you know, the uh one of the uh uh towers have been hit. Oh so so you know we I'm like what's going on and they then everybody starts rushing up hey we need you guys go in your room lock it do not move our our base is going to shut down and you hear like the sirens outside and and our our base went into lockdown and Mm then I then I I remember watching the second plane come in and hit the the second tower and so it was the day that we graduated and left for our our tech school was 9-11 so here yeah. I am thinking I was going to be in the Air Force and just chill. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was going to say, because you, you started the story with, well, we woke up at 4 a.m. We were yeah. in Texas, boot camp all the way to school. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's a very unceremonious welcome to the next <laughs> stage of your military career. But I hope you buried the lead. It was uh, Tuesday in September. <laughs> Holy shit.
2: Yeah, well, so September you know, is a, yeah. a
0: somber moment, but damn
2: that was my first day of, of, of tech school. And, you know, I was like, holy cow, what I get myself into, <laughs> you know?
0: Did you guys have like the, I mean, I assume you wouldn't know what a normal day, what a normal first day of tech school is if that's your first day, but did you, did they make you guys kind of go through the day of tech school as you would have had to, had it not been nine eleven?
2: So, so, sort of, sort of, um, um, because then, because, uh, when they raised the, uh, I think the security at our base, a lot of things had to be changed because there was okay. more security guards. It was more like, um, just kind of like a lockdown in a state of war, type. Yeah. you know? Um, so I don't even know what a, a regular day of Texas would have been like if it wasn't for that. So all yeah, I know, no, that's,
0: that's that- why I had to preface it. Cause I, but I, you, you still had your first day, you still had the introductions. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah. like, i i was i was in the sixth grade at the time they just sent everyone home we were that was the, the day was over we went everywhere yeah. um but with, yeah. with you guys they had to they had to introduce you to tech school while dealing with yeah. the chaos kind of
1: mm-hmm. that
0: must have been that must have been insane i mean what what was that first day like outside of the usual introductions like what was what were what, what how how did your teachers come how did how were the how were your teachers handling it how were your you know uh, or, it, you're, it,
2: you're, it. I think they were just more concerned of, of what mm-hmm. was happening they I I just didn't know much what was going on to like yeah. know what a regular life of military would have been at that time you know so everything to me was still new and everything was chaotic uh, so to me I was like what a time to join in the military we're going to yeah, war yeah. and uh maybe my, my dream of being Rambo is coming sooner than I thought <laughs> but yeah
0: I was to say one of the Rambos <laughs> did take place in Afghanistan <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole no. there's a whole credit sequence they had to reedit um oh yeah yes no one of the one of the rambo films it takes place in afghanistan cuz it's about rambo helping the mujahideen fight the soviet union in afghan which is huh. where the taliban that's like the, where the taliban comes from yeah and so the original ending was to all of the brave Mujahideen fighters in the Afghanistan, this movie is dedicated. And they eventually had to wipe that out for all future pressings.
2: No. Yeah. No, funny. there was,
0: there was a Rambo Afghanistan, uh, movie Can't remember. I think it was like the third or fourth one.
2: Yeah. I think I remember yeah. that one. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, off subject. So back to your first day <laughs> of tech school. Uh, yeah. So what, how, how did, uh, how, how was how was being like a, just learning the job going forward? How 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 was that in the wake of everything that was going on in the fall of two thousand one?
2: I guess I, I don't know. It was just yeah. we were just gonna go through the motions and just like boot camp, just like you know I everything is still new to me. There wasn't like I hadn't had enough time before in the military before this whole situation to know anything what is normal or wasn't. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the heightened state. Is the, was my new normal gotcha. so you know the and um and uh, we did the schooling i was there for i think three months did three months there and then i went to uh i went to whiteman air force base in, in missouri
0: now when you when you were in um tech school and also in in um boot camp did were you able to really kind of get a feel for, for Wichita, Texas, or for San Antonio, or was it really just life was on the base and maybe maybe little yeah. of the surrounding area?
2: Yeah, it, it was we weren't allowed out of our exactly. base mostly, especially in boot camp. So I didn't know anything. I didn't actually, I didn't get to see the any of the San Antonio. I later went back to San Antonio while I was okay. in the military, yeah. but um, Wichita I, I nah, it was the same thing. I kind of stayed on base, you know. That's yeah,
0: you're in a heightened security base in Wichita yeah. at that point because of, yeah. because of everything going down. All right, so let's let's talk your your, your let's talk uh, Missouri then, because you you yeah. were from, from Wichita, Texas up to Whiteman Air Force Base uh, in Missouri. What was uh, what was it like, kind of just getting on the base and realizing my my training is essentially over, and now I'm, now I'm starting my actual yeah.
2: Career? Well, the the training in in, in Wichita was just uh, like it was just for the what's it called it it wasn't in-depth training it was just enough to be it was all you know because the training for my airplane only was only done in uh Missouri in that base, and that's okay. the only okay. base in in the world that does it now. So, so it,
0: Wichita is where they pair you with the B two, and then because you're doing the B two, you yeah. have to go to Wichita.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. You, yeah. So okay.
0: you have to go to. I'm, a, I'm
2: actually now that we're talking about this, I'm not quite sure how much I'm allowed to talk to you about this this B two gonna I'm not going to ask yeah, you about so, like
0: the actual yeah. B two and like. Yeah mechanics yeah. of it i'm i'm only going to be talking about the experience of being on the base i don't want yeah that. yeah <laughs> the last <laughs> yeah. thing we need we, we have you already talking about aliens and ghosts and we don't need yeah to i don't it. need i don't need uncle sam be knocking at my door no, no, like, you hey, don't you, uh, you serve you don't <laughs> we, we, we don't need to we don't need to get into the specifics yeah
2: would, uh, but i remember, I remember of now now i have never like my f- entrance into um Missouri I've never seen snow or ice or anything like that and so the first day first day arriving in in Missouri They had you know, I came in in like some khaki shorts and Hawaiian like button-up shirt And we we land and it's freaking Missouri has one of the that day had the worst uh, Ice storm they've ever had in like 20 years So that was my introduction into that, you know, I've never seen snow never seen ice you know, and I never, I was like, there's ice storms. I thought it was just called snow, you oh. know, but it's, it's actually, it's, it's, uh, it's like wet, icy rain. Yep. No,
0: there's. I'm from upstate New York. We've got, we get ice storms. We get <laughs> rain storms. We get some of the above, some of the, you know, a mix of both. Cause I, where I come from, we're between two lakes. I think that's the problem yeah. with uh, Missouri is cause you've got all the, the rivers are wide enough yes. to create a kind yes. of lake effect to it. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I, so what was how, how how was adapting to snow, especially since this is you didn't have you didn't have any time for anyone to prepare you. You just literally yeah, up and it's it's icy. Yeah,
2: yeah. They they you know I just remember them saying you're gonna go to Knob Noster, Missouri. I was like, who? Okay. Knob Noster. K N O B N O S T E R. Knob Noster. I did not
0: see that K. Yeah. I did not see that K coming there.
1: Wow. Yeah, the
2: K is silent. <laughs> 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 so. So, um, yeah, man, uh, it, it was just, it, it was a little town, small town in the middle of Missouri, small town, very right. small town. And I think that was, that's the reason why they put the base there, because it was in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, you got hills and cows and rednecks and hillbillies. So exactly.
0: A lot lot of hills to hide those planes behind. Yeah. Oh, no, it's strategic. It's good. Yeah. Um, that's as far as we'll go. I swear to God. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah.
2: You're <laughs> not going to go deep. Um, but, but, yeah.
0: So what was uh, obviously you're, you're stationed at Whiteman for a very long time. You you would you would have gotten to know at least uh, the the town it's stationed in. What what yeah. was kind of getting used to just small town Missouri like for for you from first going from from Tonga to Florida and now you're in yeah in the middle of no not the middle of nowhere. I live near Missouri. It's a great place, but
2: you're in you're in Missouri. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it it was nice. It was actually um, it was a, Missouri is a beautiful state yeah and and this i I had to get used to uh being out there in the middle of nowhere and if you want to go somewhere you had to take like like an hour and a half drive uh every which way so um but other than that it was it was a nice place to to you know set my wild ass on so uh (laughs) you know
0: how did all right go deeper on that how did your how did this town deal with your wild ass uh this this first i
2: I, I was ready i was ready to go like break out of you know high school i wanted to go and explore the world and you know and i I think my mother knew that i needed i still needed like a structure and some kind of like chaperone in the military would have been perfect so you know i I, going into uh, missouri um i was away from a lot of things, so it kept me out of trouble with like the law and stuff. So, you know, I was able to just, you know, party, but it was a different kind of because we were, you know, I, I I didn't drink before I went to the military and then they taught me how to drink. <laughs> they okay. they you learn how to drink real quick. Uh, hmm. especially when you're out there in the middle of nowhere. You know, there's nothing to do but drink. And That's so <laughs>
0: I'm I'm from the middle of nowhere. There's it's you have to <laughs> you have to learn to drink at some point but yeah. so, um how did, how did they get you kind of accustomed to drinking what was it, what was kind of your your introduction to drinking was it was it beer was it whiskey was
2: it it was uh, it was beer and i i still I, I would hold my breath and and drink you know and i okay. that that was I, I couldn't believe anybody would drink this shit. <laughs> I'm all whiskey, man. I, beer
0: is, is good to me, but I, I always have – there are some beers, especially the heavy ones, where you're like,
2: I don't know. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm a sweet tooth. I like candy, anything with sweet stuff, man. And um, go, trying to drink beer for the first time, you just like, how? why is this mm-hmm. – why is this heavy. Season? It's
0: very heavy. It's good, but it's heavy. It's very what, heavy. It doesn't taste good. What are you
2: talking about, man? It Come on. on. It. I, I, feel <laughs> like it's an, I feel like beer is an acquired taste. You okay. gotta sit there and, and, and learn to like it. Okay. Force yourself to like it. All know? right,
0: okay. so you're sitting you're sitting in Missouri <laughs> learning to like beer. Uh what what was it what was it that you do you think or what or who do you think really helped you kind of get I met into the area?
2: Just the people I met, you know, um, I have a lot like, like really, really great friends. I still keep in contact with, um,
0: yeah, yeah. Come on. We don't, we don't, we always hear about the wrestler friends. Shout out some of your military.
2: Yeah, no, Yeah. yeah. we, you know, one of you can, I'll tell, I'll tell you about this guy right here. Um, you know, one of of the few that I still keep in contact with, uh, his Mm -hmm. name was Seth, Seth Tickle. Is that a new
0: name or is that a nickname?
2: No, that's that's his real name is Seth. Real name is Last Seth. Last name, real right. name is Tickle. Gotcha. You know? Want to make sure? We used to call him Mister Tickle, and he hated that. <laughs> he's yeah. like, please call me. And uh, no, but uh, he's a great dude. Like, huh. so the the first night I met him it was like the first week. I, I I've only been there two days. Mm-hmm. I Get there on a Wednesday, and and so I I meet him on Wednesday night. Thursday I see him at work, and we realize we're working together. And then uh Friday night after we get off work, uh, you know, me me and, and one other dude were like, hey man, let's let's drive down, let's let's go to Texas. You know, okay. and uh nobody had a nobody had a car, nobody had a car but Seth, you know. So mm-hmm. and Seth had, Seth had a stick shift and he's like, All right, let's go. And it was it was like at six at night, and we decided to do this. Huh. So we we all pack up. We're in Missouri, and we pack up our little book bags and just for clothes for like one night, <laughs> and we and we drive down to Missouri. We hop in. He this is how much of a ride or die this guy is, man. He'll he just said, "Let's go." And he we hopped in. He drove the whole way stick shift. I had no clue how to drive stick shift, so I didn't know how. And we, it was in the middle of of a snowstorm, so we there was a point there from Missouri to Oklahoma. It was just we were going 15 miles per hour couldn't see further than five feet ahead of us because yeah. of all the snow that was happening but oh my god we finally well, and made
0: that's it. that's a long drive even without the snowstorm because I've, d- I've done the missouri to the to texas drive and if you're yeah. looking at a map you don't really grasp how big texas is how <laughs> wide texas
2: and even oklahoma are right
0: you're just driving for what feel like hours on clear roads so how long did this take in the snowstorm
2: oh man we didn't arrive until the the following day early morning you know so that's still
0: good time that's still yeah, very it, good it, time <laughs> yeah
2: cause we we ain't stopped. it was it was a uh, man Jeez, i i Our, don't know what we we're, were thinking Did you i don't try know. to
0: get to the texas border or where were you trying to get
2: no we going we were we went all the way back down to wichita because hey, we man.
1: okay
2: we, yeah, we're great. like yeah so we we went all the way down to Wichita because we just wanted to go you know see some of the friends that we had left that you know they didn't have the same job as us. So we get there and we, you know we had to we crashed in some bunkers you know some guys bunk uh, rooms and mm-hmm. we turned around I think not even 24 hours later, hopped back in a car and drove back and and so this time I had I was like okay man if you if you teach, teach me I can drive stick you know so I got on okay. a so
1: I, I get in the driver's
2: talks. seat <laughs> I get in the driver's seat and he and my friend Seth sits on the passenger. And mm-hmm. so every time he said, press the clutch, he'd turn it, he'd turn the, the stick for me. So as long as that, you know, we had that routine, but then he would fall asleep. And so I had, you know. And so then then you had to kind of just. Oh my gosh, this, his poor engine, bro. I almost blew the damn thing up because I'd be trying to do it myself. I was gonna uh,
0: say, and I, I got to imagine if he's, if he's falling asleep, he's dragging. That, he's no, dragging.
2: no. Because one <laughs> I was like, just put it on this shift right here, you know. Just put it on yep. fifth fifth gear, and then you can take a sleep. You go to sleep, and I'll I'll just try to keep keep to this speed, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's how I learned. And, and then you, and you said this
0: uh, was like in your early early days of of. Of being at, at, at in Missouri, so this you literally you get this to is, Missouri.
2: This this is the third day I was in Missouri. This is the, so
0: the third day
2: you're in Missouri, you already have <laughs> Mister
0: Tickle, your ride or die, teaching you yeah. how to drive a stick shift through a snowstorm State, in Texas, yeah. in Oklahoma.
2: <laughs> we get to Missouri on a Wednesday, and then okay. we leave Missouri on a Friday <laughs> to go back to Texas, and then go. We're I'm telling you, are talking to a genius here. Let me tell you, <laughs> a, a mad genius. I have to respect it. Here, man. I'm here to that. Oh. Oh, man yeah so so that's that's my encounter with uh my first encounter with you know my with best Seth. friend Seth. Yeah. And oh, wow. yeah so he uh he's been you know he's been with me ever since and uh, even when I went to, um, so we're going to skip ahead a little bit.
0: Yeah. Now, now we're uh, in Missouri. It's, it's like a good long stretch. We got time to jump around. Yeah.
2: Yes. So not, you know, after like a year or two Mm -hmm. after after a year being there that, you know, we're, we're in war with uh, Iraq and, you know, they asked for volunteers to go to Iraq and I, you know,
0: I said, your Rambo moments here,
2: Rambo moments right here. And I raised my hand Mm -hmm. and, uh, You know, Seth, man, he he he's like, "Yo, I'm going with you. Let's go." And
0: that is that is That's yeah.
2: He's like, and he he jumped in with me, and we both went to Iraq, and you know, got that experience out of the way. Oof, it was. That's
0: that's a good next topic to talk about. I mean, what was what was what because what was the the kind of culture shock of being overseas? What was the first thing that kind of let you know this? You're not you're not in Missouri anymore.
2: Uh, I think our, our first day we were coming down on a, uh, on this airplane, uh, KC-135 is like a cargo plane. Okay. And the way we were sitting, we were sitting on these nets, like it was a bench, but it was made out of of net of a net, you know, um, cargo net. And We were all strapped down and the airplane, you know, to land, it doesn't land like a regular, especially in the war, uh, mm-hmm. in, in, in combat, uh, territory. It doesn't, land like a regular plane would just come straight down and then runs on a on a on a runway and goes in a circular motion so nobody can shoot a rocket at it so oh. you drop so you're and dropping it's one downwards. of the
0: big like the carrier yeah. types the, just yeah. driving in a circle okay yeah gotcha. so
2: it it comes down winding down in a circle it winds down you know and, and it's dropping so fast we would take and you know everybody talks about it. We would take pennies and we hold it right here, and the penny would float up as as we're coming down. So that's oh. it. Look, it feels like a roller coaster ride. Yeah, I was, was know, gonna say you got some zero G's going on there. That's yeah, yeah. So you know, it it goes in circular motion, and then we land, and it's pop. You know, the back is still moving. Mm-hmm. Pops, pops open, and it's, it's like all right, everybody's out, and we well, all, it's all still like, move and so you're yeah, yeah. As
1: it's still kind of yeah, taxiing. we
2: all jumped out and i was and you, you know i remember coming out and i all i hear is i was like oh shit wow that 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 really checks you like you're like yeah, oh my god yeah and, and that,
0: was it, it was, was it was was it was it fire or was it just people
2: yeah it was machine gun practice. uh fine, okay. you know but but then you, you like it was from outside the base and like okay. you you just know that Ain't you no, know, this ain't time to play games or or be like, this is serious shit. Yeah, I was you know, gonna say
0: you have two very kind of deep end introductions to the military because you get you get to yeah. tech school yeah. on nine eleven. You arrive in Iraq while yeah. the base is taking fire on the other. I mean, that's on the other yeah. side. That is that is yeah. very much a welcome to Iraq. Yeah. what was what was it kind? What 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 was the what was it like being over? in Iraq, what was it kind of keeping you, uh, keeping you sane during your, your tour over there? Uh,
2: just meeting people and, and yeah. talking and, 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 sharing, uh, you know, that, that journey with everybody else. It was just like boot camp. You meet people and you, and you figure out how to, you know, move forward, but and do your job. Mm-hmm. So, um,
0: yeah, that you was, got, a, you, you got Seth, was there anyone else you kind of met while you were over? Yeah. He- I, I met
2: yeah, I met, I met some guys that that we kept in contact um all the way through um even when we got got out of the military, you know, yeah. cuz you, you know, when you share like uh an experience like that with people, it it's especially how serious that is. Um it's it's a moment in your life that you you won't forget. You know, that moment in life and whoever's with you, mm-hmm. it's like you there's a bond there that you can't have that kind of bond experience with with in any other situation you know so because that situation is unique it's different it's um you know so yep no yeah. it's, it's,
0: it's that is it's a it's a, a unique kind of brotherhood you can't yeah you need you need someone that was there that was there with you and not just in this in some yeah this other there
2: yeah um
0: yeah. so what uh how how long were you over uh in in iraq
2: uh I think we did like seven to seven months i think seven to eight months we did yeah um but then they they asked so as we were about to pack up and and leave they asked if anybody you know any volunteers and so my my dumb ass was like yeah i'll stay some more <laughs> oh, okay
0: so you because you <laughs>
2: another tour <laughs> yeah i wanted to stay for the wrong reason we were because you're making money out there like mm. you get you get paid extra for like hazardous. It's called hazardous pay. Okay. And and so when you're in in, in combat, mm. you get a different kind of pay. And I just we weren't spending our money. <laughs> we, yeah. Because there's nowhere to spend it. You know. So I just figured I could stay here another time. You know. You know. Save Take up a little money, more. And
3: you
2: know. Go back. Yeah. But but you know they they took me. Then but then realized that they overfilled the quota. And so they're like, Nah, you gotta go home. So yeah peace out i mean without you know w-
0: without getting too deep into it uncle sam uh how how do you uh wh- what did they have you doing kind of over there in, in iraq where you just uh we, we did we did, we
2: did we did we did a lot of security work a lot okay. of patrolling um you know making because we were at a base that uh it was an iraqi base that we had taken over um, okay Gotcha. Yeah, so you know we had to do a lot of the grunt work mm-hmm. It was it was it was nice experience <laughs>
0: nicest well it was it was it, an experience an, it yeah. was an experience yeah i mean an I, experience I, I, yeah you're you're talking about it in 2020 where it's made you the person you yeah. are today and so it, it it is ultimately a, a nice
2: yeah well not yeah. the word,
0: but it's an experience
2: an experience um, um, but
0: yeah, yeah so when so you 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 do your tour in iraq you're you're doing security you make make some money when you come back what was uh how was it coming i, I assume you come back to missouri after Uh, yeah I I, came back to Missouri after yeah uh,
2: I came back with a mindset of you know (laughs) I could I could die tomorrow yeah I think I I came back with just I'm gonna party hard and I kind of I kind of went off the reservation there for a minute just you you. you know just 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 enjoying you know blue blue everything I had all the money I had made over there (laughs) blew it all I mean we were partying just Lifestyle,
0: bars, strip clubs, diners. What's the not strip,
2: strip clubs? Strip clubs wasn't my thing then. Okay. In, in Missouri, you don't get the best strip clubs. <laughs> say, I've,
0: seen, I've seen the first
2: season of Ozark, it's not
0: <laughs> not my kind of
2: strip club. No, it's just bars, you know, bars, and we take trips. Um, we we di- we went down to uh, 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 what's like a Pensacola too? What's like what's oh, okay. that's that beach over there? Uh I don't know, but I, did, I know was a big yeah, spring. spring break over there. Um yeah. It just just stupidly just blowing money. You know, okay, everything yeah. that we've earned. Gone. 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 So, young and dumb, I'm telling you. <laughs> young and dumb.
0: We've we've all been there. My 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 twenties were young and dumb too. So when you uh <laughs> you get back to Missouri, how long are you in Missouri after Iraq? you finally up, uh, uh,
2: i i had three more years i had okay. three more years left and, and that,
0: in that three years they still have you doing mechanic work or what? yeah okay. i
2: stayed with the mechanic work um yeah how was
0: it going back to being a mechanic after doing security work uh over in iraq was it was it more, was, was it more calming or was it
2: yeah more calming and yeah. more slower paced and you're not watching over your you know it, yeah, it's, not, it's more chill and uh um, gotcha. Yeah. It, it was being a, being a mechanic for the air force, uh, mm-hmm. especially for that airplane, you know, it, it was, it was unique and and very uh, you're proud because of the airplane you're working on. It's a very rare airplane and it's mm-hmm. something that um, I think like cost, like was it 3 3.2 billion or. Oh one, yeah. No, it's,
0: it's an expensive yeah. plane. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It, it's definitely one of the, I mean, it's, yeah. it's one of those technological marvels of like. Yeah. You know, I, I remember when it it first came out and it was, it yeah. was pretty very much a. It was a For thing. Um, it still is. I mean. I think. Yeah. I don't, yeah. No. No specifics. There. I swear. I swear. <laughs> it's
1: still. Yeah. listening,
0: I don't know. Um. <laughs> but so, what was eventually the the reason you you left the army? Was it just you you needed to. be? Air Force. No. The Air Force. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. No. Um. Civilian. I, I, I think. I was, I was yearning for like, uh, now, now mind you, Mm -hmm. my, my brother had called me, um,
0: Okay. So that's this call. Yeah.
2: So before I even left for Iraq, Mm -hmm. before I left for Iraq, I I remember my brother calling me. He was in college. He had, um, he was playing football for UTEP. Mm -hmm. He went on a full ride scholarship. And so I remember him calling me, I think it was like early 2003, and it was like 10 at night or something like that <laughs> he was like yo we're gonna go into wrestling after we're yeah. done here you finish up with the military i'm gonna finish up with college and then we're gonna go into wrestling and i said all right that's fine but you know you're you're gonna have to go as dad, you know and so mm-hmm. that was the deal so that from then on it, i've already kind of had a set that i was getting out you know yeah. so i i wasn't you know military was great i think it's great a great structure um good um man everything really you can retire but we were just yearning we just felt like we could do more wanted to do more uh, like there's a sense of freedom when you're out of the military
1: mm-hmm.
2: when, you're in, when you're in the military it still look like you know uncle Sam is watching over you so yeah. you know you don't have like this freedom to express yourself gotcha No, so, but when you're when you're out you know so we were yearning to get out and and so yeah
0: how did how did your parents feel about the the decision to to leave the air force and, and join ah join? Uh,
2: i don't think at first i don't think they were very happy about it because they 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 were looking for more like you know my mom was like dang that's good security you, have, you know you get you get uh get all these benefits and GI Bill for your schooling and they, which was everything was great mm-hmm. it just wasn't I would, just wasn't for me I, I mean I loved it it was for me then but after that I I wanted more I wanted to, to see what else I can do you know what, what else I can experience and uh yeah so you know my my mom wasn't I wasn't very keen on the idea of me leaving just because of, of the retirement plan and everything that, that the military had offered
0: but, oh yeah it's it's yeah. definitely so definitely, yeah definitely has a big a big safety net to it but what what was it that what was it that was able to finally change your parents' mind because you're you're leaving the military you're going into pro wrestling how long did it take for them to kind of accept the fact that this this is what you're doing now that 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 safety net is gone and you're you're gonna be you're gonna be flying without it
2: they, they they didn't know that we wanted to be wrestlers when we came out of the, when I came out of my, the military and my brother was coming to college they were just wondering why my brother my brother was on his way to get a master's. And all of a sudden, he just got He's,
0: a, he's over at UTEM. He's got a full ride. It yeah. He already got his and bachelor's. He was a good student. He was going to do a master's. He was going to.
2: Yeah. Go. Wow. He was, but he was, uh, I think he was, just, because I had, I was doing six years in the military and my brother's full mm-hmm. ride was up to five years. Okay. So on his fifth year, he was, uh, he already got his bachelor's and he was like going to school to get his master's. And then, so, and I was coming out my sixth year, I knew I was, he knew I was coming out. So he just dipped, that, that's, left that college. That's yeah. Where
0: the call comes from is he's, he's, he that, that end. Yeah. Full ride it, like I got, yeah. To do something.
2: My, I think my parents just didn't know what we were up to. Okay. Cause they were wondering why, why was my brother leaving in the middle of him going to, for, for his master's? Yep. And why, you know, with no explanation, I was, I was just like, I'm done. <laughs> I need to get out of here. So kind of just left and, uh, yeah, I came home. My brother had, had moved all his stuff back from, from Texas. And uh, we started working um, for uh, with, with our father, who was working for um, a great uh, family friend of ours, David Moss, which was a car dealership. Out, um, David Moss Toyota in central uh, Orlando.
0: Yeah, you, you've, you've talked about this. This is how you ended up in sales, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Selling and, cars. I,
2: and so I, I was the I chilled for like the first month and then I, then I went and uh, applied at the car dealership and became a salesman. And Ooh, that's a tough job. That's yeah. a, Oh sell, man.
0: Sell cruise ship car here. Oh clothing. my God. That's
2: a, that's a, that's a, that's a crazy, crazy job right there. I'll tell you, if you want to be a car dealership uh, <laughs> salesman, that's <I believe laughs> a like, good luck. Yeah. You gotta have the you know, but I, I did it for just like a few months and uh, my brother and I was like all right let's 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 go ask Dad let's I mean you know we're gonna do this or what' because this is the time we were both like what 26, 27 years old, and okay, and we're like i right, hurry up let's we gotta get a move on here. I think we're a bit too old to uh, start wrestling if we don't make a move mm-hmm. <laughs> so that you know january, january you know we approached our father in December mm-hmm. of two thousand seven okay." And then on january 9th of 2008 we went in and took our first bump in the ring well that's yeah that's, there,
0: uh, there you go that's that's the the military career of of Tama Tonga. what uh because you, you you've always touched on how the military kind of helped you prepare for for wrestling because of the regiment it gave you what do you what do you think the military really gave you to like to life outside of your professional life that you have been have kind of taken with you since your service
2: uh oh man oh shoot there's this thing here that uh in the air force they um they got this saying is you know service before self and excellence in all that you do and i i love that you know um and i I love that. I, I think that's just duty and and brotherhood and and pride and what you're doing. Um, yeah,
0: it's a pretty good code. That sounds like a pretty good code to live by. I mean, I yeah, think about it. Just
2: yeah, that. Thoughts.
1: and that's all right. Now, clips from this past.
4: Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app.
2: Available on Thomas Ironman's Patreon page. And
3: anyway, sorry. Woo, we got off the subject. Claudio, man, my bad, bro. I hope
2: you still remember your question. Damn.
3: Uh, actually, uh, you, you went down a good route because it's actually very related to what I wanted to ask you. Uh-huh. Uh, so when we were discussing the dojo, you said that the military experience helped you uh, with that strict discipline. Then last week, we were discussing your adaptability in the ring. And again, you mentioned your military background as a helping factor. Yeah. And I was thinking basically what you were saying now that in the military, I got many friends in the military Yeah, and they teach you this kind of attitude while in wrestling is the opposite. It's like individual charisma. Yeah. Standing out from the crowd. So I wanted uh, really to ask you what was that really helped you from your experience in the military. Yeah. Uh, in the wrestling business and in whatever you did afterwards, but also kind of related to what Ross was asking, what you had to start again and redo because the military way was simply no more appropriate.
2: Um, I, I'll, I'll answer that last question first. I would not go back and change anything in my life. I will not. I I used to think that when I when I was in the military, I wish I go back in high school and redo a thing. Like, oh, great start, fuck <laughs> that, because <laughs> you know that's life. And, and you get to a position and, and now I'm, 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 I have everything that I have because of the situation that, that I've, I've overcome and, and, and done. So I won't change anything now. I have a son, I have a, I have a daughter and I won't change anything. Um, so, but to go back to what I learned. Uh, so besides like, like the, the military taught like tunnel vision, right? And one way, one team, one goal. And that was always like a thing I played in sports growing up was like one team. I I hate I I even put it on tag team. I hate playing by myself. I think I think that's boring. I think that's like so like lonely. <laughs> so so like I always like to have friends and and like we we grow ideas and whatnot. And when I came into the to the to the wrestling business, that's when I got firsthand that it is a single. Like, it's a doggy dog world. It's get to the top by yourself. And so I saw that and it sucks because it makes people do some things that, that are like, you know, it's a cutthroat, cutthroat business. And and people go out of character. And, and, and so that's where the Bullet Club came in. Bullet Club came in and I started to teach the team effort, like military style, like us working together, helping each other get to the top. It was one goal, one idea, one team, a bunch of friends that was close, and it just helped make everything easier, you know. And so <clears throat> especially when you have a common goal, a common like we were all foreigners speaking English. So that connected us right away. That was like a common thing. And then we all just hung out and drank together all the time. So that was another thing. And then to tell us that we were foreigners, you know, outsiders, that just put it was like constant. uh addition of common grounds <clears throat> and it just made us like well hey let's get to the top let's get you know and it's not just by ourselves figure out who, who our guy is who's the most and, and at the beginning was prince david he was the most he was there first so in due process he was there okay he's and then we line up the guy behind him was a machine gun second one or the third one was uh uh Fale, and then and then it was me ranking wise you know So we respected that ladder, you know, that, and then we pushed. And then I was just, you know, I knew I was a workhorse. I, you know, once it was, I was made aware of that, that I was going to be like the workhorse, it sucks. Cause then you're like, let's be honest. Now you're at the back of the line, you know, and, but I was like, I'm not going to be outdone. So I'm going to work my ass off. I was going to lose every time. But I'm gonna be, I'm gonna look jacked, more jacked than everybody in this fucking room. I'm gonna be cooler than everybody in this room, and I'm gonna perform better than everybody in this room. And that's what I did. I painted my face to stand out out of the group. I got my body, I got my body all jacked up, more in shape than all everybody. Even our front guy, Prince David, you know. And then, and then I just made sure that I kept like my performance up. So if I was gonna get beat, I was gonna look good getting beat. <laughs> And and that was just my attitude. It's it's a, it's a like, it's a, uh, a grit, mm-hmm. what they call grit attitude. You know, no matter what they give you, throw it at you, you're just gonna. F- I'll do it, and I'm gonna do it to the best of my ability. Cause it, it in the in the long run, it just benefits you. It just benefits you. You don't see it right away, but then when you look back, like shit, it, it it builds you, and you don't even know it. You know, but you you're just not willing to give up. Um, so it taught me, it taught me those things. Um, man, uh, I, I might've got off the subject there. I forgot where your question was. <laughs> and that's a wrap here on Thomas Island. Thank you very much, Ross. Thank you very much, man. It was a nice dive right into my past, uh, experience here with the military. Huh?
0: Oh, thank you, Tama. Cause you're like, don't get me wrong. I, I asked the questions, but you were very candid. You were very open. Like this is, I think one of the best episodes we've had yet. I, I really appreciate the conversation. Yeah.
2: I, I enjoyed it, man. I always, I, I feel like our, our conversation getting better and better, especially we're getting to know each other even better here, man. I love it, man. Thank you. You're and welcome. you know what, everyone don't forget to join us. Next week is a big drop is
1: one of my favorite drops so far. And, uh, the great 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 talented brother huh ah oh, you guys would love this one it's going to be
0: a good time it's going to be uh it's it's Tama Tonga talking with the the one the only <laughs> Luke Gallows, if you are a Patreon subscriber over at patreon.com slash Island, you've already heard all 80 minutes of Tama and Luke just diving real deep into it. <laughs> on Monday, we're going to have a portion of that available for all you non-subscribers out there. So again, if you want to hear the whole, the entire 80-minute interview, the director's cut of the, uh, the interview that you're going to hear on Monday for free on Thomas Island, head over to patreon.com slash Tama's Island and subscribe. That's right. Hang out in the happy hours. You can chat with Tama and you can hear some of, the, uh, some of the exclusive content he's dropping over there. So Tama, where can people find you on social media?
1: Oh, shit. I don't know, man. I don't know my social media. Come find me. If you really want to find me, come find me. I right? Look up Tama Tonga somewhere.
0: <laughs> go to at thomas island on on twitter you'll find him through there also at ross w berman iv is where you can find all of my uh, wrestling musings um
2: uh, thank you all for for listening. thank you <laughs> all right i'll take it easy we'll see you guys next week
1: Shappin' out, what, you ain't but this way. whoa, Gorilla Tactics, ain't nobody really than Gorilla, Gorilla Tactics, ain't nobody really Gorilla.
4: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.